hello, hello, my Crystal Loves Texas family. How's everybody doing today? Y'all in the rodeo spirit? Yeah. You in the rodeo spirit, Rebecca? Oh. <laughs> Rebecca doesn't like the rodeo. Okay, I had to, so I had to ask her that. But <laughs> but it's that time of year here in Houston. Yes, and and we are we are giving a nod to that Western heritage that is indicative of Texas all over the world. And with that in mind, this is a familiar face, isn't it? This is who is this face, Rebecca? It's the professor. It's the, <laughs> Re Re Rebecca lovingly refers to Dr. Obi as the professor. This is Dr. Jason Obi of Texas Southern University. And Dr. Obi, I don't want to get it wrong. So you tell me the interim dean of the College of Liberal Arts, Arts and, and Behavioral Science here. I but did maybe, it right. Maybe I shouldn't call him professor I anymore. It because it's that was a long title. It's all, it's all good. My mama called me Jason. Okay, okay. And, and Ms. Tamika, can you introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Tamiko Meeks, and I am a professor of history at the Texas Southern University. That is awesome because we're both history teachers. Yes. Yay! I love it. I love it when I see other people who are in the history. I yeah. love history. I love it too. Yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> well, listen, we are here today because last year at this time, Dr. Obi called me and said, we are having a fundraising event at the school to celebrate and to raise money and support our college. And it's called Boots and Bling. So as soon as he said Boots and Bling, I said, I'm in. Right. So because Crystal loves a great bling. And seriously. I and I have, let me tell you, and I, I probably have a hundred pair of cowboy boots. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm that girl. And I have none. Yeah, <laughs> she won't buy them. She won't buy them. But Dr. Obi, can you tell us a little bit about the upcoming Boots and Bling, the second annual? Yes. Second yes. annual um Boots and Bling fundraiser coming up next weekend. Okay, so Boots and Bling, rodeo after the rodeo at Texas <laughs> Southern University, is an opportunity for us to raise money for scholarships for CoLab students. CoLab stands for the College of Liberal Arts and Behavioral Sciences. Previously, we'd been having uh, sort of fundraising dinners, and um, that was my responsibility when I was uh, assistant dean uh, at the college. And, you know... We have a big one for the whole university. The mm -hmm. plates are like 300 something bucks a plate. Oh, yeah, Mine. they are. So um, <laughs> we couldn't charge that much. And it was also a competing thing with other colleges on campus. Right. So I said, well, let's do something that will be fun, uh, that will have a lower price threshold for people to get in and enjoy it. Yes. And it also would be a thing that would help to raise money. Because mm -hmm. when we did the other kind, so much of our money also went into costs, right? Absolutely. So I thought this would be a fun thing. And we had a great time last year. And this year we want to make it even bigger and more successful. Yes. Now, you know, it is a fundraiser. And, I, and, and you reminded me of something when we were chatting on text last night. And you said, this is important because a lot of people don't realize this. But every student that comes through TSU at some point comes through the College of Liberal Arts and Behavioral Science. Mm -hmm. Explain that a little, a little bit. Well, you know, people specialize in different things. Mm -hmm. But just as you said correctly, every single student, 
every single student yeah. takes courses in collabs, right? Right. Because we cover history. Okay. We cover English. Yes. We cover uh, social work. Uh, we cover sociology. Yes. Uh, we cover psychology. Uh, we cover visual and performing arts, which yes. includes theater and painting. And of course, my area uh, of expertise, music. So every course in the core curriculum is a collabs course. So we service the entire university. Wow. Yes. Uh, every single student. And I never thought about that either. And that I'm going to tell you, last year when my sister and I came out, it was so much fun. I actually got to ride the mechanical bull. Oh, wow. <laughs> there was a mechanical bull there. I had no idea. There was a mechanical bull there. And it was hard. It was hard. There was a young man who was operating the mechanical bull. And I kept telling him to go faster, go faster. And I think because I was not a spring chicken, he wouldn't go so fast because he didn't want to throw me off. But it was so much fun. It was my first time getting to do that. So what can people kind of expect, Tamiko, when they come to the event? They can definitely expect to be on that mechanical <laughs> pool again. Yes. And we will have a plethora of vendors. We expect to have face painting. We also expect to have um, other vendors such as, can I look at this? Sure. This <laughs> list. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we'll have handbag vendors. We'll have Mary Kay. There'll be hat vendor so if you need a cowgirl hat I bought my favorite sunglasses ah, there last year look, yes you'll have that there'll be handmade soap there yes also there'll be um pickle vendors there wow so you know gourmet like pickles yes pickles. yes we'll have yes. that there there are also oh my be, goodness um specialized desserts and natural juices and cleanses and there'll also be the lick food truck um did you have that last year? Yes. The food trucks were awesome. Oh, they were. The food trucks were <laughs> awesome. They were, they yes. were incredible. Um, there'll also be Scentsy, the candles, the wax yes. candles will be out there. And then there'll be uh, trucks out there for children's accessories and ladies' accessories. So there'll be lots of stuff out there for everybody. The plus size ladies, I saw that. They yes, that's awesome. Well. That's awesome. And um, this is something that I asked Dr. Obi because I knew that people were going to ask about this. You you told me, and I like this concept, you told me that you don't necessarily want to have vendors who are competing, uh, you know, out, out there. You want, you know, each of the vendors to kind of have their own niche. Mm -hmm. So if you didn't hear of a niche that Ms. Tomiko just read, you can contact the college. Yeah. And, and and see if maybe there's something that you can provide. Absolutely. And, you know, the thing about it is we're more concerned with that with food vendors. Right. OK. OK. So we don't want two barbecue trucks. Right. For example, <laughs> because then one of the barbecue truck people can be mad at me. Exactly. But, exactly. You know, but I think hats come in different styles. So one person That's may right. have bar uh, uh, cowboy hats. Yes. And the next person may have crocheted hats That's or whatever. Right. So that they will not really be competing with That's each true. other in that kind of a thing. It's just the food trucks. Uh, that we are a little bit careful about duplicating uh, that, and that makes sense, right? Yeah. And and one thing that I was that I was saying because I remember this a couple of years back when when you have events like this, especially you, you know Texas Southern University is situated right there in the heart Hope of the center is. of Houston, mm -hmm. and we've got literally three days after your event, two days after the event, is our election primary election right and 
this is an opportunity that if you happen to be running for something that that people in that area need to be able to meet you and see your face and and shake your hand and ask you questions that this may be the place for you to be so i would definitely reach out to um dr obi at the college and see about getting uh getting a booth that's important and since a lot of the politicians are alums they are they are where they, they are, are the undergraduate school or the law school, yes. I'm sure that they're going to be out in full force. Well, we'll we'll be happy to make room for uh, politicians and other vendors uh, that don't duplicate the services that we're already offering, you yes. know, uh, to a, a big degree. But, uh, you know, we need to know soon because we've Absolutely. got to provide for the space and the tables and so forth for them to be accommodated. Okay. But I think that certainly for people who offer those kinds of services or want, want to get out and be known, uh, we're very happy to have them. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that we really want to highlight is that this is for to showcase our students. Okay. Right. And having the students really front and center because this is to raise money. For them. For the, right. So when you say showcase your students, kind of give us an idea of some of the things that we may get to see when we come out there. When you say showcasing your students, are there going to be performances? Are there going to be There will be um, student music? performances. We're going mm -hmm. to have, uh, this is a new idea. <laughs> is did we call it TSU Next Idol Co <laughs> collabs, Ooh, collabs Next Idol competition? Yes. So we're going to have uh, uh, students are going to enroll to be a part of that and to compete for prizes, uh, a uh, $250 first prize, a $100 second prize, and I think we said $100 or $75 third prize. we all know college students love money. Yes, yes. And, and, <laughs> look, and the college professors love money, too. But that's a whole different story. <laughs> and that's guaranteed to bring out the, the more age demographics. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, and it is. These are going to be students, and also yes. going to be an open stage with student performances as well. Wow. Different part of the day. So it should be a fun day. You know, last year we had um, a Zydeco band come in from yes, Louisiana. Yes. Yes. People but were this year. We thought, let's. You know, we've got talented kids here. We're raising yes. money for student scholarships. Let's have the students showcased. Yes, I, I absolutely love that because when I was looking online today and you sent me those videos of the jazz, uh, you know, ensembles that you all have, you guys have got some talented, talented we students do. over there. Absolutely. Are the students excited? I mean, what is the student mood about them performing for collab this year? Well, the students always enjoy performing, of course, you know, my home department is the Department of Music. And as you suggested, the jazz program is uh, becoming, has been top notch mm -hmm. under Howard Harris and then under Horace Young and now under Brian Perez. They sang, sang. I'm always talking about singing. <laughs> they performed both singing and otherwise uh, at the International Monterey Jazz Festival in Monterey, California. This I year. heard yes. about that. Uh, and so we love to talk about that. But we also feature students who sing classical music, students who play classical piano, all kinds of things we teach in that music department. And right. this is not just for music students. Let me say that. I don't uh -huh. want to lean too much. These scholarships go to students across the college yes. Yes. in all of those departments that I mentioned. Yes. And uh, so by donating uh, to that, you're donating to students in every single area that collapsed services, which is all of the liberal arts and the behavioral sciences. And with that in mind, Dr. Obi, I uh, want people to just see this video and I want people to kind of get an idea of exactly 
where their money goes and what it helps uh, the TSU students be able to participate in. So um, we're going to look at this and then I want you to tell us a little bit about it. Okay. From the bus to the practice room, Texas Southern University's choir is spreading the gospel across the Monterey Jazz Festival. And I'm just grateful that they thought of us to come back and we're the only HBCU choir that got to come back and sing. So I'm just very grateful and I'm very privileged to have this opportunity to come back. And when Jesus got there, he said, for the benefit. TSU sophomore Kyla Anderson is excited to show off what makes TSU's choir truly different. This year, it's kind of like all about us and we definitely get to show what we have to bring to the table. Dr. Obi is proud of his choir. These are extremely talented students, very independent, and they've just made us very proud in this rehearsal today, how they comport themselves, their level of preparation, uh, how cooperative they've been. Uh, just very exciting to be here in this beautiful setting and to work with these very talented students. Tammy Hall is ecstatic to work with the TSU Choir for a second year in a row because she feels like they will feed the next generation of music. To see these new faces interested in music, not only carrying on a tradition, but carrying it further beyond their tradition. Music evolves because it's a living and breathing thing. And so the more people involved, no matter what the age, it means the music lives. TSU's choir will continue to represent their HBCU through the songs they sing and spreading the gospel. Reporting from the Monterey Jazz Festival here in Monterey, California, Bradley Clark, KTSU 2 News. That's awesome. Now, Dr. Obi, because of generous funding from events like this particular fundraiser and the other things that you all do throughout the year, that helps to helps to underwrite students being able to participate in things like this. Because when they when they invite you to come out and, and perform, are all expenses paid? Well, no, not by the <laughs> venue that's uh, inviting us. In right. fact, very little oftentimes is covered by uh, or if any, is covered by. Now, in that case, uh, I think Alaska Airlines may have paid for the plane tickets. Okay. But, you know, students have got to eat. That's They've right. got to sleep while they're at these away venues. Absolutely. Uh, these can be very uh, expensive for yes. uh, faculty who join them. In fact, on this trip, uh, many of the faculty had to pay their own way. Or That's right. Their own way. That's ah. right. So, um, you know, anything that we can do to have more money to provide scholarships frees up the uh, definite amount of money that exists within uh, existing resources. That's right. So, so you know, any of your support uh, will go a long way towards supporting students uh, in, in their scholarship. I, I just want to say, which I'm sure you know, uh, not all, but quite a high percentage of TSU students are first-generation college students. Yeah. Wow. So um, they don't have uh, the example of college right. study, first of all. And secondly, you know, uh, they oftentimes struggle financially throughout their college careers. Yeah. And exactly. if they're working, you know, an extraordinary amount of hours outside of going to class, right. they don't do as well. 
Right. Uh, many of these students, as I say, have not come from a background where they know how to study and all those things. So right. um, it's helpful if they don't have to worry as much about money. Absolutely. Okay, so tell us about some of the programs that we're familiar with and who benefits from these fundraising events. Well, as I said, the College of Liberal Arts and Behavioral Sciences, we call it CoLabs, uh, contains the Department of History, the Department of Psychology, the Department of Sociology, the Department of Social Work, uh, the Department of Visual and Performing Arts, which includes yes, that's art what I was wondering. and yes. uh, theater, uh, the Department of Music, uh, the Department of Human Services and Consumer Sciences. Wow. Did I miss anybody? Did you say English? Oh, English, of course, English. Yes, yeah. and yes. And yeah. foreign language. English and foreign language is the same department, but yes, uh-huh. That's, that, that's a lot. Now, you know, this, this question came to me, and uh, either one of you can kind of touch on this for me. How many of, if you can give a ballpark percentage of the students that come through the university are dependent upon some type of scholarship in order to go through the programs. I would not to get their degree. I would not know that exact yeah, number, but I can easy. tell you, it's I could probably percent. count them on two hands. The students that are coming there and writing the check. Wow. That, that would not be very, you know, yeah. I understand that what Shaq's kids are there. Maybe they're, they're writing a check. Yes. But, um, you know, that would one be, of his boys is on scholarship too. Well, there you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. An athlete or something. Yeah, it's basketball. <laughs> so, uh, but the point is that a great um, number. A, a great number. A majority. I, I would and, think a majority. And a large majority. Of, yes. Uh, it would be a very small percentage that are not on some kind of uh, aid. Um, and so these programs like this are, are really essential, right, to yes. helping our students matriculate through school. Yes. So when we when we come there on, um, uh, on that Saturday, tell us about... Uh, where on the campus is it going to take place? Where where are people going to be gathering? So if, you know where Blodgett Street is. Mm -hmm. So it's on Blodgett behind the student center. So there is a pavilion area that is behind the student center. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you will come into the parking area. Right. There's plenty of parking back there. Great. There's a grass. Is it paid parking or is it free parking? It's free. Okay. Plenty of parking back there. So is it going to be, I'm, I'm just confused. Is it going to be inside a venue or is it going to be outside? It's outside. 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 Um, outside. It's right, you know, where the, the football stadium is? Yeah. It's right in that general area. Oh, okay. okay. So there's grassy areas. Yeah, I know exactly. That's where, great. What mm -hmm. all the homecoming exits, yes. the tailgate was. Yeah. Okay. 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 I wasn't at the tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I, I was. Tailgate. Yeah. Yeah. I seen the tailgate. <laughs> So it'll be set up okay. similar to that fashion. Dr. Obi? Yes. Tell us, what was the genesis of this particular fundraiser? Why Boots and Bling? <laughs> because when we first decided to do it, um, it was uh, during rodeo season. Mm -hmm. And I knew that Texans like rodeo. Because <laughs> he's not from Texas. He's not a, Texan. <laughs> yeah, not a Texan. But he got here as fast as he could. I've been here a long time. <laughs> and also, as I may have mentioned, when we were trying to do these dinners, mm -hmm. there was so much cost that went into the dinner. And to we had a venue that was you know relatively small. We could only sell right. like a hundred tickets. Yeah. And we could only charge so much for the entry fee. Right. So fully half of the money that we earned. 
uh, went back into paying the bills for the event. Right. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, just on a practical level, if we can charge 25 bucks, which is what we're doing to come in and enjoy all the events. Right. Uh, vendors are charged $75. Uh, and uh, we felt like we'd get a better return on money to be able to do uh, for the students. Well, it was. It's, it sounds like it's very cost effective. I, and all ages, <laughs> and, and, and all ages were there. Yes, all and ages were too. there. Yeah. Because you can't, you know, it's children and, teen, and yeah. students. Yeah, children don't want to be at a banquet, right? And yeah. students. I mean, the college students. That's they're, right. they're not even. But they weren't able. They could have come, but um, you know, at a hundred dollars, cost prohibitive. For, That's cost right. Prohibitive. That's right. And I feel like another element of this is that doing it this way, we're able to pull in the community. Absolutely. Exactly. Where exactly. When, you, when you have a, a, you know, a dinner, you can pull in the community, but it's more prohibitive. That's right. right. This, you can really pull in the community. The community, the community can see what we're doing as collabs. Yes. Right. And it's just, it's more inviting. Absolutely. And you know what? I was thinking of this, too. Um, there are some uh, groups and churches that have youth groups and they may want to, you know, a lot of times people are looking for um, a worthwhile cause to sponsor. They may right. want to send a group of 10 students exactly. for $250 so that well, they can have. Also, yeah. let me just say that mm -hmm. uh, children under the age of 12, $10. Okay, and, that's a big thing. Right. That's yeah, people need to know that. So, if and you, college students with ID, ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I'm so glad you said that, Doctor Obi, because now that is going to be, you know, where I could see right now. My niece is a college student, and she's gonna, you know, twenty five dollars. That may be the gas that gets her back to school, but ten dollars, she can come and borrow that from me, or she, I'll <laughs> give it to her. You know what I mean? So that's the kind of thing that. Yeah, go ahead. So for high school seniors who are interested in coming to TSU and interested in seeing That's a great and, place to... um, and interested in talking to some of the professors yes. and some yes. who are interested. Um, will they all are, be there? Will they all be there so they can have like a hands-on meet and greet? I mean, I, I, well, that, that's one of the things I was going to say. One of the, why I was a little late. <laughs> so I did a couple of things today and one of them was a college recruiting event. Yes. And I talked about what we were doing next weekend. So it's like all of the things, right? A way to expose students to to to, to TSU the, to the university, to absolutely. Come out, see what we're doing, and hopefully we'll be able to attract students to TSU. And the reason I say that because um, you know a lot of people, a lot of students, I should say not people, but a lot of high school students. I'm like, oh, see, it's just so close to home. I don't, it's, it's home, it's home, it's home. And a lot of times and they, they don't, don't know understand what they is what yeah. they offer. Yeah. All they hear is TSU when they're like, no, that's home. I don't want to be home. Yeah. But if they knew the programs and everything that's right. they have to offer, then, you know, maybe. And you know what? You know, I can't think of a better way for, you know, and a lot of times students, they don't necessarily want to come on a college visit with their parents and have the have the parent, you know, around the whole time while they're while they're walking around. Mm -hmm. This is a time for them to come yeah. and actually see some of the some of the programs that they are interested in, maybe being performed. Um, the marching band, is that part of the college? 
the marching band is a part of the college, yes. Okay. See, those kind of things, I didn't even know that. So if someone wants to be a part of the marching band, that's part of collabs. If uh, if you want to be part of one of the performing ensembles, musical ensembles, that's there was a jazz singer on one of the videos today. She was fantastic. And another guy who was... Um, who was, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but there, uh, she was being backed by uh, an ensemble, a jazz ensemble. They were absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Well, the jazz program certainly is a part of the music department. Yeah. Those students take applied lessons with our faculty, and many of them are going towards uh, music degrees. Now, let yes. me say that uh, a person can be a member of one of those ensembles or choir or the marching band or the wind ensemble, which is a classical uh, band uh, that plays as well on the uh, in, within the department. Um, those students are mostly music majors, but not all. Right. So students can learn about instruments and continue if they started in high school studying right. an instrument and they want to keep playing or singing, but they don't necessarily want to major in music. They can still participate in those ensembles. Okay. Also, there is additional scholarship of money available for students who participate in those music ensembles. Wow. And they can get that money no matter what their major, their major really? is. Really? Solid. Wow. Yeah. That is, you know, and enough, there aren't, there aren't enough people who know about this. Yeah. And this was such a creative, for, for when you guys came up with this concept, it was such a creative way to get the word out there mm -hmm. and, and to make a, because when people think about, I'm going to tell you, and you guys know this, when people think about a fundraiser, I think about, oh, okay, let me, I got to, let me go ahead and click on this link and, and, and just give this money and go on about my, but this is an event that actually you, you are excited about going. Yeah. And it's and interactive. That's right. And that's what we want. We want people to be involved. That's absolutely and, right. And then when you also think about fundraisers on a grander scale, mm -hmm. you know, you think, oh my God, how much are these tickets going to be? How much are these mm -hmm. tables going to and be? And it's cost prohibitive. Right. Like yeah. how much is, I'm even for, I mean, I'm talking about the people that can't afford and want to be a part. The first thing, especially for me, because I go to galas a lot. She's a gala girl. So it's that. like, mm -hmm. oh my God, how much is this table going to cost me? Right. How much these tickets going to cost me? Uh, you know, Am I so, going to be able to fill my table? table? Yeah. Right. So it's just like. Uh, you know. And what are the times, Dr. Obi? What time is it going to start? 11 to 3 this year. Okay. 11 to 3 this year. I also wanted to say we want people to come and interact and be a part of it. Uh, and if they want to donate and they can't make it to the event itself, yes, uh, they can go and give online. We were not able to uh, display the link because right. of some Technical issues just, with, yes. with Facebook. Doesn't like that so much. <laughs> uh, but they can just go to uh, College of Liberal Arts and Behavioral Sciences Boots and Bling event dash giving uh, at, at TSU. Um, while you keep talking, I'm going to look that that <laughs> up to make sure I said that right. Is there a QR code? I think, I think I think the, the QR code is on the. Was it on the flyer? I think it's on the flyer. And I'm okay. going to pull up that flyer in just a minute. I'm going to pull that up because I want everyone to see it. I can't remember that if it, if it was on there, but we're going to pull it up to make sure that um, okay. that that information is there. But um, uh, there was there was something else that I wanted to say regarding the um, the. Uh, when I went last year, my sister and I went last year and we left there with bags of stuff. Okay. <laughs> and, and 
I believe it was the art department. We got some, we got some, uh, some limited edition prints. They were, they oh, gave yeah. them to us. Oh, that's right. They we didn't were, talk about the, the silent auction. That it was we had. wonderful. And there'll be lots of wonderful artwork and yes. other kinds of things. And we also want to say that if one has something great at your house that you don't need, and you want to donate it to us to have a whole nother life. Yes. Uh, please reach out to Professor Austin James and uh, drop it by him. And if you can't get here, I'll find a way to get it to the thing. You know, it may be something that you don't expect. Yes. Uh, like a great uh, KitchenAid stand mixer or a, yeah, a the vintage type thing. Yes. Uh, pot or something like that. Yes. You know, if somebody can get that for 50 bucks rather than 400, like they're going to buy it in the store. Right. And it has been gently used. That's something that we uh, we'd be able to use. Absolutely. Now, this is the uh, this is the flyer. It did not oh, have, did that, have that, that on there, but, but, we, but we're going to make sure that we get that. Even if we have to drop it in the chat, we're going to get it there. But uh, tell us a little bit about let me make sure that this is correct. Oh, that's some of the fun. Yeah, yeah the that's some painting. of the face painting mm -hmm. that was there. Absolutely. And. What are we looking at? Oh, that's uh, that's one of the uh, a step and repeat, a family that's out there. They're bringing their kids. So this is definitely something you can bring the kids to. Absolutely. It's very family yes. friendly, it looks like. Absolutely. And um, there was another. Now, this is going to look familiar. And we want people to know that TSU is the kind of university <laughs> that's known all over the world. It is. And that's right. And if if you watch Good Morning America like I do every every morning, he's a TSU alum. He is, and he probably at some point was uh, was uh, uh, um, benefited from the College of Liberal Arts and Behavioral Sciences. Well, I'm quite sure he did. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So that's the kind of thing that that you know TSU has produced. Not the Prairie View has it, Rebecca. But TSU, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and let these people have their shine today. <laughs> not, no, that, don't hate on <laughs> not that Prairie View hasn't, but no, uh, but my dad is a TSU alum, so. absolutely, and my father too. Um, now you mentioned the uh, the College of uh, Performing Arts and Visual Arts. Department of Visual Arts. Yes, yes. Are are there going to be any exhibits uh, from them? Well, Perhaps. yes, we will have artwork uh, that has been donated by faculty and students that for will be for auction. sale in the silent auction. Wow. Mm, you guys should have seen this artwork last year. This artwork was amazing. Yes. And, and, and I believe uh, there were some masks uh, that were uh -huh. handmade African masks with, with uh, authentic fabric. We yes. got some really, really nice things. And some of those prints, it was just, it was, it was phenomenal. And that was just the first year. So I'm expecting this year, we're going to be seeing some things that we didn't even see last year. Yeah, I think you will. And Definitely. just to correct, well, I don't think you, I did said it correctly. Okay. Spelled out college of liberal arts and behavioral sciences and with the Absolutely. symbol, not with the word written okay. out, uh, boots and bling event dash TSU giving. If you type that into your search engine, it'll take you directly to that page and you can donate. First of all, you can purchase your tickets in advance uh, yes. for $25 uh, or 10. Uh, you can pay a vendor fee. We have some vendors that have been locked down and they're paying a certain way. Yes. But, you know, you need to let me know so that I can make sure the preparations are there for you. 
um, or you can bring a check to the event itself. You talk to me if you want to be a vendor. And uh, also, you can make a, diff a donation for any amount. Maybe there's yes. some wealthy person that's listening to this broadcast yes. or not so wealthy. Says, you know, listen, I've got an extra hundred bucks. Let me give that yes. to those Colab scholarship kids or 500 bucks. Or you just want to give 10 bucks. Just give it. That's you know, right. We, we will take it all. We'll take that, that's right. <laughs> and 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 it is going to help someone. You know, they out. went to the Monterey Jazz Festival last year and this year, too. Mm -hmm. Right. It, it, is it coming up? It's upcoming. It's in the fall. It's in the fall. OK, uh -huh. so they went last year. But the Monterey Jazz Festival isn't the only type of event that we want to be able to send these students to. If an opportunity comes up, we want to be able to send them, even if it's international. You know, and that is true. And let me just say, music is my department. And, you know, I've taught in that department for 28 years. Mm -hmm. And the faculty in the Department of History are doing great work. Those students have to go to conferences, support yes. their research and so forth. Um, the uh, social work department is doing great work. All of the departments are doing great work. And those students deserve support as well. Absolutely. We're not just supporting music students or, you know, art students or theater students. We're supporting students throughout the entire college in every academic area of endeavor within liberal arts and behavioral sciences. Now, what college do the debaters come under? Is there a debate team? At Texas the debate Southern? team is open to it's open to any, any student. Okay. Now, I will say that the debate team coach teaches in the College of Liberal Arts and Business. How did I know that? <laughs> How did I know that? Yeah. How did I know that? And and that's the kind of thing. So when 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 there's an opportunity for students to be able to take part in things that they may never be able to take part in, this is what a fundraiser like this underwrites. Yes. We don't want to ever have a situation where there's an opportunity and because of money, the students aren't able to participate or um, the, uh, they have to pull out because everyone can't participate. Right. And, you know, you may not be able to give a, if you may be able to give a hundred dollars, but what if 30 people give a hundred dollars mm -hmm. that may be able to underwrite a field trip, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, a, a, a local, not local, but a state field trip for the students. And we want to be able to give them every opportunity possible. Yes, absolutely. Mr. Mm -hmm. um, Mika, let me ask you this now in the history department, I got a, you know, because I'm a history buff. Okay. I got a letter, uh, um, a, an email today. And it's interesting how this happens sometimes. I got an uh, a email today from an organization that, uh, that I have worked with as a middle school teacher for some years called Constituting America. Okay. And they actually sponsor a, um, a contest every year for middle school and high school students, um, uh, letting them express in whatever way they want to, be it visually with a with a uh, with a skit or with a rap or with a uh, PSA, um, what the Constitution means to them. And let me tell you what's frustrating when you have the the the, the uh, organization contacted me today and they said, Crystal, we have funds that we have and, and scholarships that we want to be able to, to, to send out to use, but you know, we don't, we don't have anyone to send it. We, we can't, we can't find anyone who can, uh, can um, 
take advantage of it. I said, well, I'm not with, with my school that I was with last year. I'm not with them anymore, but I'm going to try to find someone who could. Now that's, that's when it, it becomes frustrating for me because you want, here's someone wanting to present this opportunity to students. They send, they send a, groups of students to Washington, D.C. with their teachers every year, uh, all expenses paid. And to not be able to find yeah. enough students to participate in something like that's a once in a lifetime. That is. Yeah. And Rebecca, you, you, you are. I did uh, it the first year. Yeah. I did it the first year and that you, it was presented. And you also were one of these students that traveled with the, uh, the history department when you were in, in, um, in, in school. So, yeah. you know, organizations and schools being able to provide these opportunities to students um, is so important. So the co just real quick, the college that I was a part of at Prairie View was uh, political science. Mm -hmm. And um, I had a chance to study in Ghana uh, for a month abroad. Um, and I was studying African women in politics. And that was such an enriching experience for me. That's liberal arts. Uh, um, it's liberal arts. Absolutely. And I was one of the first students at Prairie View to travel and study abroad. And then they started making annual trips. And now um, they have what is known as PV Global. And PV Global is a program where all students study different things in different disciplines. They get to study abroad too. So we and that's do, awesome. We yeah. do have in our um, in our department right. a study abroad mm -hmm. where wow. students who they can travel. They go to Tanzania mm -hmm. um, with and the history department. They have to pay for it. They are, they're, they're funds, they raise yeah, money. Well, they, I'm sorry, uh, Tamiko, mm -hmm. and I take a group of students uh, to Paris every summer, um, and the cost is greatly subsidized by the great universe. that's what i that's what i'm getting so at that yes. comes from the college of Inter uh, international studies um, mm -hmm. support students okay so the amount of money that they end up paying ends up being about the cost of what the playing fare is and in my case uh i don't know about the tanzania program i'm thinking about paying to go myself to tanzania mm -hmm. this summer with them mm -hmm. but um it they paid one year like fifteen hundred dollars last year uh, and really, you can't get a plane ticket uh, for that amount. That included 10 days. It included their housing. It included most of their food. It included entry to numerous museums and different kinds of events. Yeah. So this was easily a $5,000 trip for these students right. that they ended up paying like to do. And you know what? And the, the point that I'm making is this, Dr. Obi, if enough people find out about an event like this and know that these are the types of opportunities that are afforded to students and this is shared think about how many more people right. would be able to take advantage of that if you all took a group last year and that was maybe what 15 students or so not even that many but i get your point yeah you know what if you're able uh the next year to take double that amount then the next year you know diametrically it could just really be something that could that could affect so many other students and present them with opportunities and like we said you said uh, many of the students are first year college students mm -hmm. many of them haven't been haven't been on a plane i, I right. found that to be the case yeah yes. many of them have not been out of the state right and certainly out of the united states right. so 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 being able to it's a point of pride.
to be able to support something like Boots and Bling and know that you had a part in that where you may not have been able to buy the $300 uh, ticket to the bank, to the gala. Mm -hmm. You can buy the $30 ticket or the $25 ticket the or sponsor for, for $250, a group of 10 students who can go and be a part of that and learn about what the university has to offer. That is so true. So it's so far reaching. Absolutely. It's so far reaching. I like what you think, girl. I do too. <laughs> and it, I, I don't want to speak for Dr. Obi, but <laughs> I, I am a part of the Student Enhancement Committee, which yes. is responsible for putting together uh, this event. Yes. But I do believe that that's part of Dr. Obi's vision, yes. right, is to because this is about enhancing, yes. you know, students' opportunities. Right. So I really do believe that that is what Dr. Obi is is trying to do. Yes. Right. And and reaching that goal to make these opportunities available for students so that they can do all of these wonderful things. Because even with history, we we just recently we had a couple of students who. One of our students, history students, he wanted to have a, a, an article published, mm -hmm. and we also encouraged him to apply to present at a um, two conferences. He got accepted. Uh-huh. And so now awesome. it's just a matter of, you know, getting him to the conferences. So it, we're doing all of these things. And uh, Tamiko, how many, uh, what percentage of students at uh, Texas Southern right now, especially in collabs are uh what percentage would you say if you could guesstimate are international students Ooh. is there a is there a large number of international students uh, maybe like three or four yeah. percent okay okay, okay. but i know this just in just in dr obi when you sent me you know all the pictures and the videos i know that there are a lot of uh it's very multicultural yeah, now it is where it may not have been as multicultural 20 years ago. Oh, certainly not. Yes. Uh, I think those things go in waves, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. But um, it is an HBCU. That history is strong at the yes. school. But if you will go through the program in terms of faculty and the students, yes. you'll find it's a very diverse experience nowadays. Yes. Uh, certainly uh, students, we have a lot of Hispanic students. We have mm -hmm. students uh, from the African continent, which yes. is also diverse. We have uh, a, a lot of students that are, are, are white or European mm -hmm. heritage students as well. Yes. Um, so it's growing more and more diverse. Obviously, students nowadays are, are much more open about Absolutely. their LGBTQ status, yes. all those yes. different things. And this is what a university is about. The That's crossroads right. of people from different backgrounds, That's right. different cultures, different uh, experiences that bring them to to college and one thing that i can appreciate about all of our hbcus especially within the last five years it has been such a big boost yes. you hear mm -hmm. more children choosing that's right hbcus i'm talking about to the point where other universities are not even in the choice yes it's like I'm choosing one of these 10 HBCUs I got accepted to. And that didn't to. used to be the case. No. And it didn't used mm -hmm. to be the case. So I am like, I'm in awe because I never yes. thought. I'm a fourth generation HBCU graduate. Yeah. So I, there was no other option for me. Right. It, it just was not. 
it's HBCU or you're going to work. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. just what that was. I love it. So, yeah. so um, I'm just, I'm just in shock and awe and, and to see the celebrities promoting HBCUs, yes. to see them donating to HBCUs yes. and the numbers that they, to have HBCU initiatives in Congress, like, mm -hmm. It's, I just, I and never thought the, I would see the, the alumni support like we've never seen before. Yes. You know, there was a time when, uh, when it, it was hard to shake those trees and get that money from alums sometimes, but now the alums are, are coming back and saying, I'm proud to be part of this particular, um, university and I want to do what it takes to support and, and sending their, their kids back there. Right. Right for the Labor Day Classic Gala. This was our first annual Labor Day Classic Gala last year. And I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and go. I know that I'm probably gonna be a four young alumni there, but whatever. I'm gonna go and support. And it was full of them. And it was, I mean, it was take it was almost like a mini homecoming because I was like, Wow, are you serious? <laughs> like these are people my age, yeah, buying tables and tickets, and so just to see the robustness of the promotion of yes. HBCUs, like I'm in, I'm, I'm shocked and awe every single time. And and Dr. Oli and uh, Miss Tamiko, tell me this only because I, I I don't know, but I think I may know, but correct me if I'm wrong. Texas Southern University is one of the first. African-American HBCUs in Texas? No, ma'am. No. Prairie View A&M University <laughs> is. No, no, no. I didn't say the first. I said one of the first. No, they didn't come to the nice no. Because, you know, TSU. Wiley. And Bishop. Bishop and Wiley, yeah. Bishop, and PB. Well, I think that's the unique thing. About <laughs> yeah. no, you know, I know that. Yeah. You know, TSU came about. Many, let me go back. Mm -hmm. Many of the HBCUs around the country came about after reconstruction that's right, right. So that's they were right. brought about by uh either you know uh, well you know the whole culture church connected with churches right. or you know the grants uh, abolitionists yeah. yes. people yes. you know 1876 a&m uh, uh, kinds of universities <laughs> or what we call normal schools that's right. Right. Teach black people right. teachers or right teaching yeah. the farm or that's right to do the issue is unique in, in a different way because right. it came out of the whole civil rights movement right, yes. right. and uh and a push from black people wanting something that wasn't there. Established when? So 1947. TSU? Yeah. Well, the name. 47. Right, but it's it's in the 20s when it's That's actually, what I thought. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. Actually so the name changed? Yeah. yeah. 27. Yeah. 27. When it's, when it's actually, when yeah. it actually comes into fruition. And it's right. been right because, there in that spot. Right. Because there was no school Yes. in Houston. That's right. But you have this this burgeoning middle class. That's right. And there was no school for African American middle class. Let me hush and let the historian tell, <laughs> yes, yes, tell us. Tell us about it, Miss Tamiko. And Prairie View, wonderful school, but mm -hmm. it was so far away. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not like it is today where right. you have, you know, Cars rapid and transportation mm -hmm. and yeah. all these freeways, and you can get to Prairie View almost instantaneously. Right. And so that middle class that was here. Is saying we, we need, need a, school. a school. That's right. Right. And so working with Houston ISD. Yes. And that middle class is saying, look, give us this school. Right. And and this is how Texas Southern is established. And the land, was the land donated or how uh, or was that land purchased by the university? So the land comes about from Cullen. 
Right. Okay. And and so there's this issue with University of Houston because right, right. you have whites saying, okay, so we're going to have these black people get to school. And we right, right. School. But it starts at San Jacinto because what was happening is you have this push that's all across the nation, right, for um, th- their night schools. Yes. But they're also, uh, I can't think of the name of it. But it's 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 sort of like um, what you it's not vocational. It's sort of like what you do when you're working, but um, you're not really getting credit for the classes. OK, I, I, right? I, I understand what you're saying. And yeah. you couldn't get a degree. Exactly. You can get a certificate, you can but, get not a certificate a, but not but a degree. Get a degree. Yes. And that is not going to afford you. Anything. That's right. Right. Exactly. That's right. And so you need an actual school where you're going to get a degree yeah, so you right. can get a job. That's right. Right. And so there's right that push. And so it actually starts at Houston Community. Well, what becomes Houston Community College, mm-hmm. but it's San Jacinto High School. Yes. Which is Central College. Central That's right. ACC Central. That's right. Right. And so black people are going at night. Exactly. And then it looks like U of H is started first, but they're started at the same time. Exactly. And then, then under the separate but equal clause, right? So wherever there was a African, wherever, wherever there was a PWI, mm-hmm. predominantly white institution, it had to be an HBCU. Because that's the way that that's the way that the constitution right. set it up was set up right the, the under reconstruction you can really understand all of this is dr merlene petrie mm-hmm. she wrote born to serve okay which really like lays out the history of texas southern university oh i love it i love it that could be a whole nother podcast oh yeah it could. okay okay and then you like bring could us you, all back and bring i know i know i know i know she definitely is i know could you tell i was just hanging on every word book. you know that history i didn't know all those details. i know that and, that is and so, awesome so tsu goes through this these names right it's T-Sun, Texas State University for Negroes. I'll never forget, I was in San Marcos and I had, because Texas State in in San Marcos has the same colors. Okay. And I had the t-shirt on. Uh And they were like, oh, I was like, no, like, look at the name. (laughs) That's right. And I said, T-Sun. They were like, what is that? I said, oh, this is Texas University. That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um that's fascinating. So it's, that's it's fascinating. I love it. And we're coming up on our anniversary. Oh and my that gosh. was uh, and that was like the same thing for Prairie View when Texas AM was established under that mm-hmm. constitution, Prairie View was established. It was the same thing for LSU and Southern. When LSU was established, they had to have a Negro college in that same area at the same time. Right. And that's how Southern University got established. So this is how all our HBCUs got. It was separate but equal. So it was separate but unequal. Unequal, right? With all that, with all that being said, all that being said, if you are thinking about going to Texas Southern, if you are thinking about sending one of your students to Texas Southern, you need to be out on March the second at yes. this festival. Yeah, you you really do because you, you know to be able to have uh, have people come out and interact with the professors. And uh, and see those departments basically in action. That's something that <laughs> yes. you don't always you're not always afforded that opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, so 
before we leave, Dr. Ovi, one more time, tell us how we can connect. If vendors want to connect, if donors and supporters want to connect, how will they do that? We'll make sure that we put something in the in the link, but how would they do that? Just write into your search engine, College of Liberal Arts, Ampersand Behavioral Sciences, Boots and Bling event, dash TSU giving. If you have a problem with that link, uh, give me a call uh, or send me an email in my mm -hmm. office. And my uh, office uh, email is jason.ob, spelled O-B-Y, at TSU.com. Dot edu. Give me your phone number. No. Oh. <laughs> no, you can have my number. Don't wear it out now. <laughs> the office calls forward to myself. So, oh. um, but call me. Yes. Uh, and I, I respond to emails immediately, just about anyway. But you can call me at 713 313 7662. Good. And this is, this is something that, guys, let me tell you. Not everyone is going to have the opportunity to participate because there's limited space. There's limited space uh, if you want to be a vendor, but not limited space if you want to come out and support. That is the second annual Boots and Bling fundraising gala festival at Texas Southern University on March the 2nd. Mr. Miko, a last word? Are we going to see you line dance? Oh, well. Line <laughs> <laughs> dancing. It's going to be fun. Line dancing. I will try. A bouncy house, a mechanical bull. Yes. Face painting for the kids. Is yes. there an age limit for that bouncy house? I'm just asking. Don't win there and bounce. You go back. But listen, uh, thank you guys so much for coming out. Texas Southern University, um, College of Liberal Art, of, of Liberal and Behavioral Liberal, liberal arts, arts and, and behavioral, behavioral sciences. sciences. I That's was going to get it right. I was going to correct myself until okay. I got it right. Yes. <laughs> um, thanks for coming out. We'll make sure that we get that information into the chat. And Rebecca, Dr. Obi, Ms. Tamiko, like we say every week, we, we can, can do, do it. it. See you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for having us. Thank you you so are welcome. Support, you are Kristen. so, so welcome. We love it. We love having you guys here. Thank mm -hmm. you.